listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Josh. I'm back, baby. Woo! Josh is back. My brother. The brother. Hello again. Hello. And we are doing Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3. Uh, the 2007, right? Audrey, you got stats? I sure do. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man mm-hmm. 3 was released in 2007, more specifically May 4th in uh, the United States and April 16th uh, for early re- release in <laughs> Rapongi Hills in Mori Tower. I don't know why Japan got an early release, but <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> running time is 139 minutes. It felt like 500. <laughs> um, and the budget was... 258 to 350 million dollars and it made 895 million at the box office so the the most successful one of the three that's also the most expensive that's crazy the yeah the most expensive and the worst uh i I think the hype around this one was the highest though oh for sure yes i would agree i remember like the commercials yeah the commercials were, were, were pretty hype so. Commercials everywhere. The cereal, the black yeah. head, the black head memorabilia everywhere. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Wish I still had that cup. <laughs> right. So I, I'm thinking the problem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is true, uh, but Sam Raimi uh, wrote the screenplay. The story was by him and his son Ivan. Oh wait, no, I don't know if that's his son. Uh, it was Sam Raimi and Ivan Raimi, and it was also directed by Sam Raimi. And I think this was very, like, um, you know, auteur uh, theory. Like, if you have one guy on a movie, it's going to be a good movie no matter what. Yeah, well, so I know that there was some meddling in this one as well. Um, uh, initially, uh, I think it was Venom. Venom was not supposed to be part of this. Oh, or no. no, yeah. So during pre-production, Raimi originally wanted two villains, Harry Osborn and Sandman. At the demand of producer Avi Arad, he added Venom to the list, and the producers also requested the addition of Gwen Stacy, which makes sense because she really does feel like an afterthought. <laughs> Unfortunate. What a yeah. what a shame. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they just stuffed a bunch of stuff into this movie mm-hmm. and uh, s- see what stuck. Oh my God! This was the most expensive film ever made at the time of its release i believe it yeah it checks so. out well because th- this was just when um 3d movies were starting to pop off too like you could there's a bunch of scenes yeah. in this movie where you're like this this is supposed to be 3d like this it, this was specifically shot to be 3d so yeah i could see this being the most expensive one at there, the time <laughs> there was supposed to be a fourth installment titled spider-man 4 and it was uh, supposed to be released May 6th of 2011, followed by a Venom spinoff film. Um, but they were all canceled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one, which this one was the like yeah. biggest block uh, box office hit, but it was also critically panned hard. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay, Ouch. let's go ahead and get, get into this uh, recap. I am once I'm again using, using the IMDb synopsis. Let's see if they are still waxing poetic from the last two oh, movies. Dude, they're jerking it so hard. They're jerking it so hard to, <laughs> in these synopses. Um, it's, it's wild. Yeah. 
So months after the events of Spider-Man 2, uh, Peter Parker, uh, played by Tobey Maguire, attends the opening night of Mary Jane Watson, played by Christian, Kirsten Dunst's uh, new Broadway show, Manhattan Memories. Also attending is Harry Osborn, played by James Franco, who recently found out about Peter's secret identity and accused him of murdering his father, no, uh, uh, Norman Osborn, played by Willem Dafoe. He makes appearances in like flashbacks and stuff mm-hmm. in this movie. In mirrors, mostly. In mirrors, yes, a lot <laughs> <Yes>. of mirrors. <laughs> so, uh, as Peter leaves the show, he sees Harry and runs up to him. Uh, he asks Harry to hear his side of the story, but Harry rejects him and leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, once again, not just stating, I did not kill your father, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which would be the easiest part, but he Pretty has never well. once said that. Yeah. Uh, once home, Harry is seen stepping out of a, the gas chamber, his muscles considerably larger and with the look of confidence on his face. So he, he oh. juices himself. <laughs> That's so funny yeah. because I didn't really notice anything yeah. different about his muscle <laughs> yeah it's just like he became I was uh, like, oh, slightly he's, more sweaty he's uh, just flexing <laughs> yeah yeah he's been microdosing I, in the chamber so <laughs> right right uh so peter goes backstage and uh, catches up with mj before the two go to the park peter spins a web a web hammock for them and uh they lay on it stargazing this is probably the best uh part of the movie when it is laying on the web hammock yeah it is very like nice. making out as the couple leans in to kiss, uh, a meteor comes out of nowhere and smashes into the ground. Oh my god, that makes so much sense because it was off screen. No principal characters were on screen when it crashed. And then you don't, yeah. like, it's two stunt doubles on a moped when it drives away. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. Uh, also, that's the quietest meteor I've ever heard. Yeah. Right? Like, they that should not have been insignificant to them. Yeah. No, like. No. Anyway. Yeah, especially the size of it, because, like, it yeah. makes, it, like, the hole that is really tiny, like... It's it's big, though. Yeah. So, unknown to them, a strange black sentient extraterrestrial substance known as the uh, Kleintar symbiote, specifically B252, crawls uh, out of the meteor and attaches it to Peter's moped as uh, him and MJ leave the park. So, uh, meanwhile, Flint Marco, played by Thomas Hayden Church, uh, is an escaped convict uh, who climbs uh, through the window of his sick daughter, uh, Penny, uh, through her window and watches her sleep with uh, the machines that are attached to her to help her breathe. After a few minutes, he goes into the kitchen to find some food, but is caught by his wife, Emily Marco. She tries to tell him, uh, or he tries to tell her that he was wrongly accused of an apparent murder of a man, but Emma isn't convinced, and his daughter opens her bedroom door. She hands Marco a small locket with her picture in it, and Marco promises that he will find money to make her better again, somehow. <laughs> Emma, and Emma's um, like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, no, she's like, oh, leave. excuse me, wanted criminal, please yeah. leave my house. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but there's, did little, you... there's a weird shaky cam moment at the end of that. Uh, oh, it's the, the train, right? That, Isn't it? That's the... Yeah, it's supposed to be the train. Yeah, yeah, because they live in a small New York apartment. It's right by the train tracks. It just seemed like a weird effect for like that specific scene. Like, you don't need a shaky yeah. cam to show that the train was there. Like... No, their relationships on the rocks. It's oh, all sure, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly a better, a better reason. Yeah, he's <laughs> unstable. Yeah. Um, no, I was just like. Why does this little girl have a locket of her photo in it? Yeah. 
Was it like? Can anyone explain? Well, no, and like I was yes. like, maybe it was previously his locket, and he gave it to her when he like went to jail. But also, like I don't know, it's a locket, so that just seemed kind of weird. Like I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. that's an item he would have been able to keep in prison. I would assume so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. But know maybe not the works. chain, but like the the locket itself De- for I, sure. I would think definitely not the chain. Yeah. I, I don't. don't know. I don't know. I've never been to prison. I guess there's only one way to find out. Um, yeah, ask a prisoner. <laughs> uh, an imprisoned person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Peter arrives at his Aunt May Parker, played by Rosemary Harris, uh, at her apartment, and tells her that he's planning to propose to MJ. May tells him that uh, he needs to put her before himself, and he and he convinces himself that he can do it. May then tells him the story of how uh, Peter, uh, Peter's uncle Ben, played by Cliff Robert- Robertson, proposed to her. Uh, when she was finished, she tells Peter to make the proposal very special to Mary Jane and hands him her wedding ring as a gift for MJ. So he doesn't mm-hmm. have to buy a ring anymore Yeah, because he no. is still broke as fuck. Yeah, he's still, still super duper broke. What is the, um, what's the logic? About what? Uh, you're broke as hell. Mm-hmm, you're like, mm-hmm. yes, this is the time mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I want to. Lock it down. I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, here's point, the thing: you he's... don't have to be rich. Like, well, no, 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 but stable income, normal life, you can take care of yourself. And Peter cannot take care of himself. He has no. shown that time and time again. Yeah. To be fair, I think the beginning of this movie is the most stable he has been. True. That's true. That we've been true. shown. Yeah. True. Yeah. And well, also, and... I really liked the. This was a very nice conversation between Aunt oh, May yeah. and Peter. This was very sweet. Yeah, it was no, a very down to earth one. I well, liked it, and it's funny because Aunt May is like, "You have to put MJ before yourself," and then Peter, for the rest of this movie, does not. He doesn't do uh, that. Literally, the rest of the movie from no. this moment on, he does <laughs> not do that. Um, <laughs> Every time he talks to his aunt and uncle, he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna do the opposite." <laughs> Excuse I, me I while appreci- I ignore that. I appreciate that. the thought, but absolutely not. I will not do that. <laughs> I'm going to actively. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's just so wild that he's just like, nope, n- absolutely not. No, whatever you think I should do, I will not do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so driving back to his apartment, Peter is whisked off his moped by a masked figure on some sort of hum- hoverboard. The masked figure throws Peter into a wall and then reveals himself as Harry, the new goblin, uh, also known as the Hobgoblin. Uh, Peter attempts to explain to Harry how he's not responsible for Norman's death. Uh, just saying, I didn't kill your dad would be very easy. Uh, but that... Uh, that Norman killed himself by accident, but Harry refuses to listen. Harry and Peter fight through the streets of New York until Peter is able to topple Harry off of his hoverboard, knocking him unconscious, uh, taking a nice little bonk to the head. Yeah. Boing. Yeah. He he goes for the old, good old fashioned uh, clothesline. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Works Uh, too good. Yeah. Uh, I loved that Harry was really shitty at the flying knives. <laughs> yes. I thought that was good. Yeah. Well, and I also f- thought it was funny that uh, he now has a, like, instead of uh, Green Goblin's, like, glider, he now has, like, a snowboard. Yeah. Yeah. What's with the snowboard motif here? Do, He's got a do you, snowboard mask. Do you remember in the, like, in the early aughts to the like 2010s how fucking crazy people were for extreme sports mm. uh that's uh, that uh, x games were everywhere yeah uh-huh x games it was all about x games there's the goofy movie with the x games in it that's true that is uh-huh. true that's the second one extremely goofy movie 
You are correct. Yeah. It's yeah. a good one. It's not mm-hmm. as good as the first, but it's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I was still playing like a butt ton of uh, Tony Hawk and stuff like yeah, that at this point. Tony so. Hawk Pro Skater, and Hell you had yeah. the ATV one. Yeah, and I, th- I off road. I remember. And... Um, uh, there's one. Oh gosh, there's a demolition derby game I like to play at this point too. No, um, on the GameCube, mm-hmm. there was one that was actually snowboarding. Oh yeah, uh, SXX. Yeah, well, no, yeah. it was like snowboard kids. Oh, I don't know about that, but SSX was a, a huge thing at that time. I only yeah, remember that was the popular one. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Yeah, I don't know that. Sorry, I remember playing that one when we would go to um, oh, the Stell Wagons house because uh, they had a GameCube. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh huh. I remember uh-huh. this. We play Harvest Moon uh, and the yeah. snowboarding game, and then uh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right. run around their backyard anyway <laughs> anyway so K- peter takes uh harry to the hospital um does harry does peter leave harry in his suit because it seems like harry he left harry in the suit but like he... his suit's just a black outfit that's true yeah that's he just true. looks I guess... like he's yeah. dressed for the the snow-packed hills I yeah. mean, he kind of yeah, he kind of does look like he's dressed for an armed robbery, but that's about it. Like mm-hmm. nothing about him screams eccentric villain other than the flying knives. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and the snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Harry goes to the hospital and apparently loses his memory. And we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, okay, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll Go get ahead. there. Go ahead. So at the same time, Flint Marco is running from the cops uh, through the marshlands uh, and uh, like goes into the fenced test facility. He climbs the security fence and then falls into a concrete pit, landing in a, a pile of sand at the bottom of the pit. The pit is revealed to be a particle accelerator where a group of scientists are testing radioactive sand experiment. Uh, unaware that Flint is in there. Okay. I have so many, so many fucking issues with Please. this scene. Uh, Please. Okay. Do tell. First off particle accelerator what the fuck are you talking about that's not a particle accelerator it's a pit that's with not, sand in it that's just a pit with sand in it that's not how any of this works it had like, a cool ceiling fan yeah it had like yeah it had like yeah it had a with ceiling nice fan LEDs. That, yeah with nice leds that spawn in a circle that's not a particle accelerator secondly why are you using sand of all things <laughs> even if it was a particle accelerator sand is not a good thing to use because the idea behind a particle accelerator is to smash two particles particles uh accelerating each other particle accelerator into each other to form another element if you're doing sand sand is made up of a ton of different kinds of like rocks and broken down like bits yeah. and pieces and stuff like that so if you're accelerating them into each other you're just making fucking glass at that point like you're not doing anything <laughs> special with that <laughs> and then the the reading that they got was that there was an increased amount of silicone in the pit when he fell in there. Mm-mm. Why silicone? Why are you looking for silicone? I would be worried about carbon. Oh yeah. my god! What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, all, carbon. All the red flags. Like, why couldn't they detect more calcium because of his bones? Right. Or, <laughs> or like, why didn't they just have a I don't know a camera or video footage? Well, and that's the thing. It's like he falls in there, and then they close like the blast screens or whatever the hell they are. I was like, why are there blast screens here? I why would you be that close to the experiment if you need a blast screen? Uh-huh. And, and also, again, silicone. What are you using to te- detect an increase in silicone? Because, like, A, 
that's not how that like you need a mass spec usually to be able to detect something that quickly. They're like just the, constantly running in mass spec. Essentially, but mass spec is literally breaking <laughs> things down into atoms that's and then I- bending them around the, a curve with a magnetic field and then registering <laughs> how the much they curve from was. that magnetic yeah, field that's to my, get their that's elemental breakdown. The ceiling fan was actually yeah. on the whole time, but it was in stage one, which was detection. Well, and then yeah. they're just like, "Yeah, it's probably a bird. It'll fly it's away when we." Start started up but it's, it makes a force field so where the fuck was that bird supposed no, to that go bird, that was a dead bird <laughs> well that's the thing is would that bird also turn into a sandman is there gonna be just like a vi- like a villain crow on the loose now that can just like wow. turn into a sand and like dr- like choke out its enemies by yeah. like filling their lungs it's with sand no, this was the least uh, sciencey science experiment. Oh man, I, like I, I was like shaking. I went the it first time. Very- I, said, I was like, I was like oh raging. God. Like it was very funny. Okay, uh, I wish I was there to see that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. All right. All right. <laughs> so the Forward. the machine mixes flint into radioactive sand. Great. <laughs> transforming him uh, into sand. Uh, when the police finally reach the accelerator, Marco is nowhere to be found. And by nowhere to be found, they just kind of look down and be like, nope. <laughs> like, He's not down there in that pile of sand. Well, yeah, I don't pile see of him. Sand. There's no way that he dove underneath the sand or anything like that. The scientists seem like unconcerned. We don't even see the scientists again. Like, they nope. just seem unconcerned nope. that they just killed a dude. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, they thought it was a bird, so... No. Also, why is this outside? Yeah, why is this? Why is this outside? No, that doesn't make it's any... not controlled. No, not in any way. Because like it's an open air. Science. We're gonna stay yeah, here it... for another thirty minutes, folks. Buckle up. Yeah, an open air science experiment. Like what with a particle accelerator? What the fuck are you? It's talking like those about? kids that sent um, the balloons up into space to see what happens to insulin. Yeah. But, like, that actually has a, a, a reason benefit? to do it outside. <laughs> yeah, but that actually worked. That was actually important. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't okay. fantasy It actually math. contributed to science. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. All right. Anyways, anyway, I'm, I'm going to move on. Yes. Um, uh, get at me if you want more sand talk. Uh, and get in the DMs. All right. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. So We got it. <laughs> Peter's told that Harry will be okay. Uh and is led into the ward where Harry is uh, uh, laying down. Harry has lost his memory, and so he and Peter begin to get along just like the old days, because he went back to when he was in high school, apparently, which, whatever. Sure. Uh, Mary Jane arrives, and then he and Peter are asked to leave after just being brought into the room. Um, I, I think they forced their way through. He's, well, he's, he's, been he's, a literally, dick. he's literally been let in there, and then Mary Jane gets let in there, and then the nurse is like, "You guys gotta go." I, I guess I could be like a miscommunication, like one nurse like brings him in, and the other nurse is like, "No, get him out of here." <laughs> like, Just, actually, no, <laughs> this is yeah. my patient. Yeah. If anything, the biggest problem I have with this is that the doctor says he might have some short-term memory loss, but then can't remember the last two years. Yeah. Yeah, that's not yeah, short-term. That's not short-term. How is that short-term memory loss, memory loss, loss yeah. doctor? <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, short-term memory loss would be like, why did I walk in this room? Why did I walk in this room? Yeah, short-term memory loss just means that you yeah. can't create new memories. Yeah. You don't lose old memories. Yeah, like it's just from that point forward, you have a hard time cementing current memories into your mind to know, you know, when and where or why you are. Anyways, we're not doctors. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, I I do be science dude, but I guess not that kind of science. So. Nah, nah. <laughs> I, I did, like, one class on it Hell like, yeah. a long time ago. It was, like, a decade ago. Anyways. Okay. 
Uh, oh, the memory loss. <laughs> I have amnesia. I have amnesia. Harry does Convenient. tell the nurse that he would give his life for his two best friends. Mm-hmm. Also, if it went back to high school, does Harry still think him and, or like, does he still Flash have, and yeah. Mary are dating? Yeah, or like Flash and Mary are dating. Like, or is it like early, like college before his dad dies? Because then him and MJ are dating. Yeah, no idea. Well, yeah. I, I think he... I don't know. The vibes that I got were like, oh my God, he definitely still likes her. Or he's like in that frame of mind when he liked her. Yeah, yeah, for For sure. sure. Yeah, Yeah, you definitely get that vibe from him. But anyway. Anyway. So the pile of sand in the particle accelerator starts to uh, stir later that uh, the next day. And a humanoid shapes rises out of the sand. It is Flint Marco. Uh, He is transformed into the sand man. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's kind of horrifying. Thick Um, sand. That's my comment on this. Thick sand. Thick sand. <laughs> it just looks thick. It does. It, it does look... Yeah. So, you you can't... This is the quicksand that we were all warned about as a kid, right? Like, yeah. But yes. it's just made into, like, a monster. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he sees a small glint in the sand, and he realizes that the locket that Penny gave him made it through the experiment, while all of his clothes did not. Yeah. Why? Why did Ow. that happen? Why? Because apparently that was the only piece of metal in there, I guess. But there's a, a photo. That's carbon. Yeah, that's true. He was wearing a belt. That's metal. Yeah. Yeah. Where's all his, like, pocket change? Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's... Well, he just got out of prison. He probably doesn't have a lot of pocket change, oh, well, but... Yeah, but he changed his pants. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. Hence the belt. Where With metal on it. On the jeans. Yeah. So, anyways, he, he picks it up and he attempts to stand, uh... uh willed by his love for his daughter sure um he <laughs> eventually regains his human appearance and starts learning how to walk again i loved when he tries to pick it up and it just goes through his hand yeah it is i good. don't know why but i was like oh no he don't know how to be dense <laughs> yeah like it's, <laughs> it, then, it's a sad feeling oh somehow. yeah no i just i don't i don't know there was something about the the way it was animated and i was just like oh <laughs> like when a like when a penguin falls over it was that emotion rather ah, than yes. like sad yeah that's yeah. more accurate to it correct yeah oh, another thing about that scene mm. so when it starts to spin up why doesn't he just like run away immediately he waits till it's going at like yeah. it's fastest speed and then there's a force field yeah anyway why do they need a force field uh, well, because if it's a particle accelerator, like you, you need to block it in by some stuff. I guess it's essentially using like the same tech that they use for Doc Ock in the last movie to like contain oh, his yeah, his yeah. sun reactor or whatever. Oh, that's why, because they were like, we saw that explode. We need an open air science we need to pit, and that. that will keep the people safe. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> no more explosions high up. Yeah, only you know, down low. at least at least it wasn't in the middle of the city. That's yeah, that's true. true. That's true. They were out at least. Silver so okay. mm-hmm. Oh, um, the way that he looks completely unchanged uh, once he gets himself together and starts walking away, I was like, "Did he give himself the clothes? Like, yeah, he must. Can he change his appearance so. at will? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, in theory, he could change what he looks like. I guess, right? Because he's just saying. He just, he just look. And what's interesting because he can make it look like skin. Yeah. How? How? And clothes. And question, clothes, yeah. Question mark how? Yeah, because he, he can apparently change the color of the sand somehow or I, something. Right? I don't know. I, I mean, sand comes in a lot of different colors, that's but true. that sand did not <laughs> look like that. No. Okay. 
Uh, back at Peter's apartment, uh, Peter is admiring the ring he's planning to give MJ when she knocks at the door, and then he spends the next 35 seconds panicking, trying to figure out where to put the ring. I hate this man. Yeah. Uh, this is, I think this scene exactly is where I was like, no, I'm no longer on Peter's side for any of this. No. Like, that, like, failing to hide the ring was like, come Mm. on, just like, put it in your pocket. Yeah, just put it in your pocket. do anything. It's like he's still in high school and can't think about normal things properly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the vibe I got. I'm like, come on. Even though he should be in like his early 20s at this point, because this is what, two or three years after he exited high school? Yeah. So, yeah, he should be like 21, 22. Yeah. He should have it more together. Yeah. Uh, So he lets her in because his door is stuck. Uh, she reads out a rather negative review of her performance from the play the previous night. Uh, Peter attempts to comfort her, um, like saying, oh, like, your voice carried great. Like, and the review specifically said that the, her voice didn't carry past the first row. And she's like, you were in the first row, bro. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing. Everybody else in the theater looked like they were having a great time. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it seemed so, fine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, her, I don't think she has a Broadway voice. No, no, she definitely doesn't. Like, yeah. she would definitely need to be mic'd up, especially if you're playing a oh, larger dude. theater. I kept looking in her hairline for a mic, and I, and then I remembered, oh, that's new technology. <laughs> yeah, they don't have that don't, in 2007. No. I don't know. There was, there were stage mics. We had them. Well, yeah, but no, they're, they're like, you know, they're a little different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, at that I, point, there was a lot of over the ear, skin toned pieces and clip on yeah. pieces that would be either taped or close to the throat, but they didn't mm-hmm. have ones that could sit in your hair and hide there. Yeah. No. Well, and sometimes they'll mic the actual stage, like True. they'll have, yeah. you know. Or suspended uh, mics or exa- something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So I was like, it's the production's fault. They well, cast her. Yes. Well, and here's the thing. Did did no one decide to sit past the first row during her audition? Right. Usually, like, you got you got a guy sitting in the back. Yeah, you have yeah. to have someone sitting in the back during the audition yeah. to see if you can hear her sing. Yeah. We like, even you, see later in the movie that the directors and or I guess producers of the musical are sitting in like the middle of all of the seats when they're having a rehearsal. Which seems like seems reasonable for like the two main people, but you still got someone in the back giving the thumbs up if you can hear, like uh-huh. yeah, exactly. And you you made it all the way to a show, yeah, exactly. Like on stage, putting out the show, and you yeah. just now are realizing. Okay, I anyway. love. Well, I was gonna say I love that she got one bad review, and they were like, "We got to cut her." <laughs> right. Yeah. That was her opening night. She had one performance, yeah, and they're just yeah. like, oh, we got to recast her. Shut her down. down. Yeah, shut her down. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway. So Peter tries to use his exper- experiences as Spider-Man to try to comfort her, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> Let's watch a white man try and do empathy. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, just has zero, zero idea. I don't... Because he, he's talking about like how much people love Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Of. Like, he, it's, uh, like I, I can get where he's coming from. But he's not—he's not doing an empathy. No, not yeah, at all. He's not communicating his feelings properly at all. No. Well, and he's not listening. No, not and at all. That too. <sighs> so just as Mary Jane thinks Peter's about to understand, uh, Peter's illegal police—they—they uh, uh, they added that for flavor. Yeah. His <laughs> illegal police ba- uh, band uh, monitor goes off and reports about an out-of-control crane in Midtown. I don't think those are illegal. No. Police I mean, I have yeah, yeah. They're definitely mm. not. No. Like, there's an, there, I have an app on my phone that's a police Yeah, band. so, do, uh, like. same. <laughs> with the, uh, the uh, grant, <laughs> the, 
so the they're they're not grandma and grandpa corrigan they're the bradshaws on the other side uh of old peoples but they had a police scanner it's just yeah. like little lady sitting next to a police scanner yeah like old people in the country love that sort of yeah. shit like just maybe, hanging out maybe it's a new york thing maybe maybe it's like it might be a uh, city law or state you know law what? yeah Maybe. I could see that. Maybe. New York, uh, especially in this time frame, had a lot of fucked up laws. Like, this was yeah. still in the height of, like, stop and frisk and stuff. So. Oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but, yeah. Uh, anyway. Illegal police. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. So, Peter gives MJ a sympathetic look and then, like, changes into his costume saying, go get him, Tiger. And then she, like half crying i like, see like i guess like <laughs> i see cold stare yeah i for me it's like read the room peter yeah come on uh and he swings off into the city you can't and just leave in the middle of a fight it's not even like a fight it's like some like she's upset yeah you she's gotta, upset like yeah, you gotta be she, there for her she just got like well she doesn't know she got fired yet but well she, she got a bad review like she has an inkling <laughs> she has a suspicion yeah yeah. yeah. Not Any. supporting your woman. <laughs> so MJ leaves, uh, looking like st- stopping for a second and, you know, walking out. Um, so what she doesn't see is the me- uh, meteoric black substance. I'm just going to call it venom, uh, crawling <laughs> down the back of Peter's desk into the shadows of the closet. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Midtown, across the road from the completely unaware, out-of-control crane, Peter's lab partner in science, uh, Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. played by Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, what? Yeah. Sort of yeah. That's wild. I'm sorry. Okay. Is, she uh, deserved a, better. She did deserve better. She's having a photo shoot in an office building. Um, uh, a giant steel girder uh, slams through the window uh, behind her and then drops down on another floor and smashes out the floor supports below and the entire corner of the building begins to drop out um gwen does hold on to a landline which snaps I, immediately which does snap immediately because that, that's not going to hold any weight but i just yeah. imagine I, you couldn't have that scene today because it's now it's like someone just grabbing onto a cell phone as it like slides down like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um Oh, I just, the photographer, <laughs> the things that he was saying were very good. Oh, yeah. He's like, you, you own that printer, whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, good. Yeah, it's pretty That's wild. So, so just as she falls, Spider-Man swings in and catches her and sets her down. Uh, Spider-Man is approached by Eddie Brock, played by Topher Grace. Oh, my God. Uh, also known as Eric on that 70s Eric show. Foreman. Eric Foreman. Eric Foreman. Did, oh, okay, I was just gonna ask if you noticed that, Josh, because we weren't really. Oh yeah, we I we didn't watch it a lot growing up, so. No, I I, I do remember trying to watch quite a few episodes of it, but yeah, I I remember Topher Grace. Also, Honestly, yeah, it's a pretty in, good representation of Wisconsin, to be honest. Yeah, that's it fair. is. But also, last time I saw him was in the I think 2011 release of Predators. Oh, yeah. he's all—he's also in a Predator movie. Yeah, he's in a Predator movie. He's, yeah, he's kind of—he's kind of all over the place, uh, just like randomly. Topher, what are you up to? Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? But uh, Eddie Brock is Gwen's alleged boyfriend. Sure. I love that they put alleged in here. Well, thank God. She she says that they go on one date, 
And then he's like, "You're my girlfriend." Well, because he he does announce to uh, Gwen's father that it's her, that he is her boyfriend because he's there yeah. taking pictures of ev- like everything going down, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's like, "No, Gwen's up there in a photo shoot." And then the, the fire chief's like, "All right, we gotta we gotta move this along. <laughs> like, let's get this going." <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, so he's Gwen's alleged boyfriend and apparently Peter's rival because. Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, photography. Yeah, for photography <laughs> things. And he's the new photographer of Spider-Man at the Bugle. Um, Spider-Man swings off with uh, annoyed with the new photographer, and then goes to the Daily Bugle to deliver the editor some photos of the crane accident. When he arrives, it turns out that Brock has gotten there first, and J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons, chooses Brock's photos over Peter's because uh, Brock is willing to take less money than Peter was. Uh huh. So not that they're they're not better photos or anything. Yeah, no. uh, Brock explains that he would like a staff job, and Jameson tells, uh, and <laughs> Peter's like, "No, fuck that! I've been here like longer, and I've been doing this for a long time." And the editor's like, "He's got a point. Peter has been our dude for like two years at this point." Yeah, exactly. Um, so Brock explains he wants that job, and then Jameson tells the two photographers that photographers, if either either of them wants a staff job, then they will have to get a picture of Spider-Man committing a crime, which is just like <laughs> sure, so fucked up. Yeah, uh, Peter tells Brock that he doesn't have a chance of getting the photo, and Peter goes to Times Square. Uh, there he sees a sign saying Spider-Man is to uh, receive the key to the city, which is kind of funny. That like I guess that would be how you would tell him. It's just like, oh, uh, we're gonna give Spider-Man this key to the city. Hopefully, right. he shows up. Right, yeah. Spider-Man, or, like, come here in the at news. this day. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah. Uh, so Peter then goes to take uh, Harry back to his penthouse apartment, uh, and they they hang out for a little bit. Uh, Peter gives Harry his old basketball, and they 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 start you know bouncing the ball down the hallways like assholes. Um, <laughs> they do knock a face over, which uh, Harry effortly catches. And he's like, oh, wow, look, uh, I still got it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Mary Jane goes to the theater to attend uh, a rehearsal slash whatever and discovers that after the uh, bad critic reviews, she has been fired from the show and has been replaced. Uh, apparently, they tried to call her. Uh, no, apparently they didn't at all. Yeah, cause... or they were supposed to call her or something and yeah. then forgot. They were supposed to call her agent, and her agent was supposed to be like, hey, sorry, babe. Yeah. Um, but if they... <sighs> Here's the thing. There's got to be an actor's guild. Yeah. There's... I, f- I feel like that's Especially a thing. Especially in New York City. Yeah, especially I, right? in New York 2007. City. Exactly. Uh, but... I guess it's like off-Broadway. Well, no, yeah, it, it is supposed no. to be Broadway. Oh, it is. It yeah, is. It's supposed to be her, it like, big Broadway, Broadway break. Yeah, because she's, like, a star now. Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, up and coming. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, boy. So, uh, <laughs> the lady singing's like, oh, this is fucking awkward. <laughs> like, Girl, oh, my God, it was juicy. I would, I wanted them to stay in the theater and w- have them, like, fight or something. Well, that's the thing. Is like, <laughs> was this her understudy or something like that? Like... I don't think so. It was just another person that like auditioned for it because they already had her in costume. Exactly, exactly. Which made me think understudy or something like that. But like, if this is her first big thing, you usually don't have an understudy right away. Mm-mm. But I don't know. I don't know. I I thought it felt like it, oh maybe maybe she is the backup. I just I don't know. It felt weird. Well, just imagine debuting a Broadway show and then on your second show having a main lead actress. 
Well, I mean, if you're going to change it, I, mean, I guess that's change true. it fast. Yeah, ch- change it's dangerous early. Mouse, but... Yeah. Uh, that show's going to fail, but... Well, and they're just like, oh, we can we can print that you were sick or something. <laughs> like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Jerk off motion. Yeah. Jerk off motion. <laughs> so she leaves the, uh, the theater, um, and uh, she she's greeted with a, a round of applause from a crowd. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, wait, they love me. And then, no, it's just Spider-Man that yep. swings by. Um, so she storms off frustrated and upset, which I was just like, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if why she would be specifically upset at this. Maybe it's because of the way yeah. Peter was at talking is the only thing I could think of. But. Probably. I mean, I, th- I think she's jealous of his success. I mean, yeah. That checks like, out. Like the last five years style. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. Yeah. And We're it's also a fight right now. <laughs> yeah. It's also a little hard to feel for MJ at this point, too, because we ended the second movie with her literally choosing to go with Peter after finding out he's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, leave, she left somebody at the altar to go be with him mm-hmm. and chose mm-hmm. this. She chose mm-hmm. this. Yeah. Which this so. is only, like, a few months later. So, like, she really didn't consider past, like, that moment. Yeah, she she's thinking about that sexy upside-down kiss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it. She could be with a literal astronaut right now, but instead she got Peter. And yep. he seemed nice. Yeah, Peter seemed okay. I mean, he's Wait, never what been... what was his name? Oh, the... The, the other one? Jonah? Oh, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's Jameson's like, son. Is, is it James Jonah? James? I don't know. That'd be funny. I don't remember his it's name. It's probably JJJ. Yeah, another JJJ. Yep. Yeah. So the next day, Peter attends the ceremony uh, being held for Spider-Man. Uh, he meets MJ, who doesn't tell him about being fired from the show. She encourages him, and he walks off to be Spider-Man. Harry arrives, and he offers to attend her play that night. She tells him that she's been fired, and then wanders off herself uh, to see why, or like she wonders to herself why she told Harry rather than Peter, <laughs> like I, because she is a fucking bitch. <laughs> she is <laughs> correct. She's unsympathetic. She, Holy unsympathetic. She is, and like Peter. That's a, I think that's They're part of both the, bad. That's which thing, is why they should be together. Well, that's part. Of, I think that's part of the problem with this movie is neither one of them is sympathetic. No, they're and, not. Like no. their their relationship is like one of the is probably the primary conflict of this movie. Oddly yeah. enough, yeah. They're they're, <laughs> which is saying a lot of bad things when you have three villains Vill- in your movie, <laughs> oh and the love the love story is the the main it's the main conflict. Yeah, <laughs> it's oof. yeah. There's too much in this movie. They shoved way too much in it. Yeah. Uh, so Gwen Stacy introduces Spider Man uh, because he saved her from certain death, and she's the sheriff's chief's daughter. I think she's the fire chief's daughter. Yeah, it's the it's not the, the fire chief. It's a police, police captain. It's not even oh, okay. police yes, yes, chief. Yes, yes. It's oh. just a police captain. Oh, okay. I see. Well, because he had a fancy hat though, so I assume he, he did. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Like they play him off like a commissioner, but they they stayed him down as a as the police captain, which makes it even. Kind of weirder. Weird. Yeah. Why, I mean, why? here's the thing, though. If you do have someone in the police force or, like, a government official that gets saved by Spider-Man and you're going to give him to the key to the city, you're going to take that, like, that that person. Like That's, yeah, like, that's true. Like, like if, mm-hmm. if it was, like, one of the city council members' kids that got saved, like, you know that kid <laughs> would be the one out on that stage. And yeah. she's, mm-hmm. she's a, you know, she's a charismatic person that's, like, already outgoing. So she, like, she's you know, puts on a good face lady. for it. Yeah. She is. Pretty white lady who's yeah. a model. Who's a model. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? Bryce Dallas Howard does a good job. 
Oh, I'll say that. Yeah, she honestly, does. she probably does the best acting in this movie. I, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I would Other agree. than J.K. Simmons, of course. But uh, I, I mean, okay. yeah, he's there we perfect. Go, there we go. So yeah, he is. He is our perfect golden man. He's so yeah. good. <laughs> Uh, so he, uh, Spider-Man swings in and he starts performing uh, stunts on stage. Though, uh, one thing I did bring up to Audrey, just before he swings in, he's like in full outfit with his mask off, like standing just off of like above yep. the crowd, just staring yes. at everyone. Uh-huh. And I was just like, literally, they, they're probably looking around for Spider-Man already. And then there's this, he's just like chilling, like in full mm. view of everyone with his mask mm-hmm. off. He wants to be caught. Yeah, he wants to. He, yeah, he's he asking for it. He's trying to edge himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> anyways. Um, so he, he suspends himself, uh, from the stage, uh, right at head level with Gwen Stacy. Uh, he tells her to kiss him, uh, for the publicity. The crowd is shouting, kiss him. That's true. And the, he the bows to the, to the crowd peer pressure and she's like, oh, uh, really? And he's like, yeah, they'll love it. And Which is a wild thing to say as Peter. Right? Very yeah. Wild. Like, shut up. Yeah. Bad decision. If there was like a wild scenario in which uh, my chemistry powers led me to <laughs> be uh, like a superhero, <laughs> please, um, I, like I, I want to just be like randomly kissing people for a photo yeah. op. Like I don't, no. why not? It seems weird. Oh, I don't know. Okay. It, the whole also, thing seems weird. Also, why couldn't it have just been like a kiss on the cheek? Why did right. Why Thank did she? Because they they met like again. She meant. They mimicked the same kiss that he did with MJ, like Which is really for no why reason. She gets mad. Yeah, it, well, and yeah. Then he, he takes the, the like the mask off, so the, now they know it's a white dude. Exactly, like, yeah. exactly. Like, you know what would be a Give better photo op is him fully masked, like looking at the crowd, giving like a thumbs up while she pecks him on the cheek. Exactly. Like, yeah. like, that, that's photo. a much better photo op. Much better photo. Anyways, but it's very reminiscent of the kiss he shared with MJ, um, and uh, you know. Uh, both MJ and Eddie are now very jealous. I really thought it was going to be an Eddie MJ love story after this. Oh, really? Yeah, the first oh. time. They Thank never God interacted. that didn't happen. No, no. So but... I, I was was not. I was like, no, she's going to go back with her ex. Yeah, probably. Because she's a yep. bitch. And she already does that. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Yep. I'm surprised Joe yep. Mancinello Man- <laughs> didn't show up. Like, <laughs> I'm out of venom now. Oh my god. That, that would have been. Oh my god, if Joe Mancinello <laughs> came back as Venom, this would be a better movie. Yes, yeah, this, yeah. this would be a better it would movie. Be better. Better. I, think, I think Venom does bind with Flash at one point. Or at least one of the symbiotes does. Oh, sure. Eddie Brock is like the main Venom guy, but... Oh, I want to say... I want to say it was a red one, but I think I'm crazy. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't Carnage. That. Not no, Carnage. It, it no. definitely wasn't Carnage. No. Carnage is the red one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so suddenly uh, a cloud of sand flies in uh, and the ceremony is disrupted. Spider-Man swings off to find out what the hell is going on. Yeah, what the fuck is and he, that? And he, see, yeah. he sees the cloud of dust form into a person that uh, that breaks into an armored car. Um, Spidey lands on, in a car and tries to punch the Sandman, but his arm goes straight through his stomach. Sandman punches Spider-Man out of the vehicle um, and he starts like surfing on the road with on the door like another oh. you know another scene <laughs> yeah. of extreme yeah. sports yeah <laughs> anyway i'm sorry i i will say he does I, I i think that part was a little clever because it also looks like he's catching the door that was going to smash into the car behind him 
Yes. Yeah. I'll, so I'll I, I think that plays off a little better. Yeah. No, it does for sure. Um, so Spidey swings back and tries to fight off the Sandman. The Sandman runs off as Spider-Man realizes that the armored car is about to crash into a, uh, into a large vehicle and manages to save the two drivers. He jumps out with, uh, with Sandman nowhere in sight. Uh, the following, what you got? I have, I have a gripe with this truck. I got a gripe with it. So, (laughs) so Sandman, he, he the, the truck of sand or the armored one? The, uh, the armored truck. Okay, okay. So, okay. so the armored truck that he's robbing, he fills the front cabin with sand, uh-huh. and we get a shot of him, of the sand pushing down on the accelerator. Yes. And it shows that it speeds up. But if it's pushing down on the accelerator, it's also pushing down on the brake, <laughs> yeah. which completely counteracts the accelerator. So if anything, Breaks. the armored yeah. truck would have... Stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Breaks always win. Breaks yeah. always win, baby. Breaks yeah. always win. Thank you. Uh, I had to yeah. get that one off my chest. No, that's that that's annoyed me so fair. much. That no, is, that is so 100% funny. percent fair. That is so funny. All those lawsuits about accidental, like malfunctioning accelerators. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to uh. Malcolm Gladwell's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Revisionist history. <laughs> All right. So the following night, uh, Peter is going to a fancy restaurant and gives uh, the matre de the ring. Mater D. Yeah. Or Bruce Campbell. You can say Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he, Bruce Campbell is once again one of the best characters. Yes. <laughs> a blessing. Um, yes, a blessing and a wonderful thing. Um. Uh, he gives the ring for Mary Jane to him uh, for safekeeping because Peter wants him to put it in a glass of champagne. Yeah, a, a classic. A classic. Did he get that ring cleaned? It I have no clean. idea. I mean, it looked pretty shiny. It looked pretty shiny, but also Aunt May doesn't have the money to go get that cleaned. No. It's just a little soapy water and a toothbrush. I guess, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, um... <laughs> So uh, he he sit there he sits there uh, waiting and uh, practicing his proposal because apparently he's going to propose at this fancy French restaurant. Sure. Um, and he lured her there as a. <laughs> he lured her. He lured her there, <laughs> he um, her. saying it's that the, this was like celebrating her her a great opening show, Ugh. which double he, whammy. Yeah, which like he knows she got a bad review. He needs to. He he needed to say anything else. Like, oh, hey, literally, this is, this is to cheer you up. Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be a nice gesture? Yeah, exactly. That definitely would have come off better. Like, right? hey, I know that you're having a hard time with this. Let's let's go out and have a date night. Let's go something a little bit above our means and like you know splurge yeah. a little bit. Let's have a good time. You know, let's you know let let, let me show you how special you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, mm-hmm. he's like, let's celebrate uh, you getting shit canned. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's not a great vibe. Uh, so MJ <laughs> arrives, uh, and then Gwen Stacy shows up. And uh, Peter introduces her to MJ as his lab partner. Um, this infuriates MJ even more because she realizes that Peter knew Gwen prior to their kiss. Wow! So wow. like that, which does which does make it shittier. Yeah, you th- you threw shit on a burning tire. Yeah, it's like oh, so you knew the girl that you like went on stage with, and it's like yeah, no, go ahead and kiss me. Like uh, he he was crushing, like. You know he was. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Had to have. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Blonde Bryce Dallas Howard? Come on. <laughs> fair, fair. 
so <laughs> uh, they, they start talking, and uh, Gwen does put her hand on Peter's shoulder at one point, which I did think was a little, a little weird. That was a little yeah. forward. It was, it it's was a strange. little forward. Yeah. Uh, She's but, doing that thumb rub. Uh, yeah, this it's is dangerous. dangerous. Uh, this infuriates MJ and Gwen being able to read the situations like, all right, I'm out. Like <laughs> <laughs> Gwen has common sense. Yeah, she, so. she can read just like the most basic of uh, situations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MJ asks Peter if he's trying to push her away, uh, oh. which I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, mean fair. God. Uh, like the inappropriate kiss of another girl, uh, which was the same as their kiss. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like just being a shitty person and like having zero empathy for any of the situations happening around him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she leaves when he starts to reply. Uh, Peter tries to follow her and uh, gives up. And right as the, they bring out the champagne with the ring in it, which I was just like, was there no <laughs> cue or anything? They didn't, they had the most awkward conversation. They didn't set up a goddamn thing. Well, that's the thing is like, no. usually you would, you would think that the champagne I would at least assume would come out after dinner. After dinner, absolutely. Like you have your dinner, you have your conversation, you have a good yeah. time. Then you bring out the champagne with the ring in it. Yeah. Unless. Because if, if dinner goes poorly, don't bring it out. Yeah. Unle- unless Bruce Campbell could read the situation. It's like, oh, they're not going to make it to dinner. Like, Peter does not have dinner. enough money for this place. So <laughs> like, that is so funny. He, he only has enough money for the champagne. And so we're, we're going with it. Uh, but he does retrieve the ring from the, the champagne. So without drinking the champagne, he just uses a fork. I would have drank the champagne, but I mean, I don't know why he didn't. Yeah. I, for, here's the thing. When I, <laughs> if I'm in that scenario, you chug that champagne and give out a massive burp. No. So <laughs> in my brain, I was like, oh, I just use my fingies. <laughs> I just reach you know, in there. Me, me, me. <laughs> and then he yeah. used the fork and I was like, oh, it's so smart. <laughs> <laughs> you, one would oh, you don't have to use fingy. <laughs> Uh, all right. So the the following morning, more morning, the following morning, Peter tries to contact Mary Jane, but she deliberately doesn't answer her phone as and, she should. As she should, yeah. Like fuck that guy. Um, as he hangs up the phone, uh, as he hangs up, the phone rings and he picks it up. Uh, a detective asks him to go down to the police station where Peter and Aunt May are informed by Captain uh, George Stacy, Gwen's father, that the police got the facts wrong surrounding Uncle Ben's death, mm-hmm. which is wild mm-hmm. um it's so invalidating yeah uh so who uh uncle ben was originally theorized to have been killed by dennis cardane uh and that was actually uh murdered by dennis's accomplice flint marco uh the <laughs> peter instantly recognizes the the picture of flint marco and uh is just like ranting in the middle of the police station which i mean <sighs> Fair enough. Yeah, sure, like I, I guess. And what was the new information that came to light that would lead them to this? Like right now, that that it, was two mm-hmm. years old. Exactly. Exactly. Like, what would cause them to be like, "Hey, you know what? He had an accomplice that we did also catch, but he wasn't part of this." So, well, because he was already in prison for part of it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we're stealing something else. Maybe robbery. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, so Flint Marco did lie to his wife. He was committing crimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he yeah. was actively committing crimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, he storms back home, uh, waiting for any news on Sandman. Um, 
so MJ does arrive while he waits and tells him that he wants uh, that tells him she wants to support him through this. Uh, he tells her he doesn't need her help and tries to I forgot about that. And she tries to make him understand that everybody needs help at some point in their lives, even Spider-Man. Uh, she leaves, and Peter, Peter continues waiting for the police, uh, like, scanner to give him some news on Sandman. As he waits, uh, still wearing the Spider-Man suit, he falls asleep. Mm. Silently, silently, Venom uh, approaches him, crawls onto him, and uh, he wakes up hanging upside down in front of a skyscraper window. Mm. Uh, not sure how he got there. Jump scare. It is a little, like, there's, a, like, a, a mild horror aspect there as it's, like, going over him because he's, like, starting to freak out and then, oh like, God. stretches across his face. Yeah. Which, I mean, fair yeah, enough. That's creepy. Scurry. So, but uh, he's in the Spider-Man suit, but now it is all black, uh, and he has enhanced powers making him feel real good-like. He's goth now. Yeah. Yeah. He swings around the city and then visits uh, Professor Curtis C. Connors, played by Dylan Barker, uh, also known as uh, the Lizard. Uh, the Lizard. But man. he, you know, that that I'm assuming that was supposed to come about in a later movie. Absolutely, one hundred. We got robbed. Yeah. They had a four, five, and six planned. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Connors is his science teacher, who agrees to analyze the black substance. Uh, Curtis warns him that the substance appears to be a symbiote, which. How would you yeah. even know? Uh, he even would... says he doesn't know biology. He's not a biologist. Yeah, he's a physicist. Yep. Like, and also, if you were given, like, a black goo that seems to, like, move on its own. That's fucked like, up. Like, that's not something you're just going to be chill about. No. Because, like, some of it's, like, crawling mm-hmm. over across the table towards Peter, and Peter, like, puts a like a, a, like a drinking glass over the top of it. And it's, like... What is the scenario in which, like, this is how we got to this point? Like, no, no, no. I want to know that conversation. It, it's because they had recently watched the uh, Evolution movie. Yeah. Where those little guys grow and they also have a similar lab scene. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No. Do you remember that, Josh? And they had to kill it with no. shampoo? <laughs> they had no, to kill it with I shampoo. I, <laughs> I haven't seen that in ages. I love that movie. It's, <laughs> it's, got, it's got Molder. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh boy, what a what a time! Uh, Connors does warn Peter not to get any on him. Uh, Peter goes home and uh, finally hears a report about Sandman and the police ba- uh, broadband, not broadband monitor, whatever. Mm, it doesn't sure. matter. He keeps saying police band, Scanner. which I don't like that. No, uh, he he puts on the black suit and goes to fight Sandman. He like chooses the black suit. Oh my god, so annoying! Uh, with his powers enhanced. Uh, uh, he goes to fight uh, Sandman. Sandman. Uh, his powers are enhanced, but a little out of control. Uh, Eddie Brock turns up to uh, photograph the event, but uh, Spider-Man turns on him, ripping the camera away and smashing it. Uh, I thought that was valid. I did like that Eddie Brock like pulls out like a secondary camera out of his jacket, and it's like a little like <laughs> shitty camera. <laughs> I thought that was great. It was. <laughs> Tiny, shitty digital camera. He can still yeah. get the SD card, though. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Uh, Spider-Man then goes uh, on to fight and kill the Sandman, uh, ruthlessly drowning him in the sewer because uh, he finds out that the Sandman can't reconstitute if the sand is wet. So then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to drown this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, ruthless. Yeah, and like just straight up ready to do murder. Assuming yeah. He assumes he did kill him. It, yes, he does. He goes and brags to Aunt May later. Like, guess what? That guy is dead now yeah aren't you happy and she's like no (laughs) yeah she's like that's a wild man is dead what because aunt may is the only good person yeah 
So Peter goes home and argues with his landlord, Mr. Uh, Dokovich. Oh, uh, yeah. He, like, screams at him. Yeah, and, like, slams yeah. the door on him and, like, yells at him. Uh, the, I mean, he isn't fixing his apartment. That's true. So. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but Peter's also not paying for rent. But, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. It's He's fine. late all the time. That's so. true. Uh, the landlord retreats back into his room, uh, shocked at Peter's sudden outburst. Uh, Peter, meanwhile, looks in the mirror and realizes that the black suit is altering his personality, so he takes it off. Hmm. He then visits uh, Aunt May, telling her of Marco's death at the hands of Spider-Man. He's like, yeah, Spider-Man killed him. And she's like, how do you know? She's like, Spider-Man killed him. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't elaborate. Yeah. Uh, Like, Aunt May has to know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Peter's playing Aunt May for a fool, and Aunt May ain't no fool. (laughs) No. Uh, she is shocked that Spider-Man could act like that and tells Peter that revenge can take people over like a, a poison and change them. She's like, like a weird wink, black goo. Wink. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a metaphor. Anyways, MJ walks through New York feeling lonely. Good. And, uh, she goes to Peter and then is like, nah, let's call Harry instead. Fuck off. Yeah. Uh. And then they make omelets. Yeah, she she yeah. goes to visit sexy, him. Sexy omelets. Yeah, she goes to visit him to get uh, and together they make omelets, singing and dancing to uh, Chubby Checkers the Twist. Uh, after eating, MJ reads from a pl- uh, play that Harry wrote her Ugh. when they were in high school. I think you um, would not catch me. Yeah, dead or alive. And then uh, this somehow wins her over, and they kiss. Disgusting. Uh, yeah. Uh, she, <laughs> she, 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 realizing that she actually doesn't feel anything for Harry, she leaves wow. uh, much to the dismay of the equally lonely Harry. I think she has to kiss people in order to know how she feels about them. She did that with her uh, ex-fiance as well. I, yeah. So I know it's a trend. Like, it's a girl, bad are trend. You, are you stupid? Yeah. <laughs> I think she's stupid. Yeah. I, I don't know if she didn't feel anything for him but she also might realize that she made a boo-boo like i guess but i don't know i don't know the, the whole thing is kind of weird because she she just be just be kissing people all over the place uh, constantly doing this while in relationships with other people this, this is like the third or fourth time in yeah. these movies this has happened she, yeah yep. Yeah. So she's not a good person. No. Uh, he, uh, Harry, uh, st- suddenly starts having flashbacks and remembers uh, Peter's alter e- ego. Uh, he sees his father in the mirror telling him to attack Peter's heart and get revenge. <laughs> Do you think that it was her bad kiss that gave him flashbacks? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he remembered kissing MJ and how bad it was. Uh-huh, <laughs> and uh-huh. he's a like, physical oh, no. interaction, kicking off some synapses. Yeah, yeah right. Totally plausible. Yeah. That's uh, so funny. <laughs> he also, starts getting his short-term memory back. Uh, anyways. I guess. Uh, Mary Jane arrives home and hears Peter leaving a message on her answering machine. As he finishes, uh, she is thrown against the wall by the new goblin. Uh, I love how fast that turn was. Right. He was just like, actually, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually? Fuck you. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your whole life. Yeah. Uh, Which he's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's fair. So, At this so point, far, we're rooting for Harry. <laughs> At, right. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, that's a little rough, but I understand. Yeah. Uh, with his mask off, he tells MJ there's something she must do for him if she wants Peter to live. So Mary Jane calls Peter and asks him to meet in Central Park, uh, where she dumps him, uh, nice. which is great. <laughs> Claiming on, to be in love. On. Yeah, what do you got? That phone call. When, that, when Mary Jane, when MJ calls him, all she says is meet me at the bridge in uh-uh. the park. 
Uh-uh. Which yep, bridge? Yep. What park, MJ? Central Park, no. Here's the thing. Central it is in Central Park. It, it, is, it is in Central but... Park, but there are a lot of bridges in Central Park. Yeah. There's not just There's... one. They have a special bridge. They have a special bridge where they make out in their spider hammock at night or yeah. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, God. Uh, oh, boy. But yeah, so she dumps him, uh, claiming to be in love with another man. All of the arguments she makes right here are valid. Yeah. Every single thing she says is on point. Exactly. Um, which, I, it did feel like a little catharsis to me. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. I was like, yeah, this is what you have coming, you yeah. dumb jerk. Speak your truth. Uh, so Peter then meets Harry at a di- in, or in a diner, uh, where Harry claims that he is the other man that MJ is in love with. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so... Uh... Okay. No one... <laughs> It's so like Peter's confiding in him. He's like so upset or whatever. And Harry's like, oh, dang. Oh, jeez. Wow. I'm so sorry yeah. for you. And he's like, yeah, no, there's another manor. And they start to leave. And I think he just turns back and he does the dumb smile. And Peter's like, yeah. well, the phone. I'm like, oh, now you can read social cues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the social cue. Here's the thing. <laughs> if, if you called me. And said the exact same words that MJ said to him on the phone. I would be like, "This is not going to be a good conversation." No, <laughs> I, no. I, I would have shown up there with tissues. Yeah, when, <laughs> when he flowers. says, like, "I love you," and then she just hangs up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's oof. an oof for me. <sighs> that's uh, so, so funny. So, <laughs> also the shit-eating grins we're getting from Harry at this yes. point. Chef's kiss. Chef's yeah. kiss. The pie yeah. comment. Great. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so Peter furiously, wow, furiously leaves <laughs> and puts the black suit on, arriving at Harry's apartment that night. Uh, he attacks Harry, knocking <sighs> him into the glass shelf. Um, and like they fight, it's like a knockdown, dragout oh, fight. For like sure. they're like yeah. Peter is they're... going for blood. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. at doing assault. Yes, he's he's doing an assault. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, they go into the, the, the goblin cave and <laughs> Peter does try to kill Harry oh, by throwing sure. a grenade at his head yeah. and oh, it yeah. explodes. If anything, uh, yeah. if anything, I think, I think Peter thinks he killed Harry because yeah. he just walks away from the explosion. I, well, that's yeah. the thing is like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know how Peter knows he's alive later in the movie, but like based mm-hmm. off that explosion and everything going on, like. I would assume I, if I was Peter, I would assume that I killed him. Yeah, he also, should have been. Have, a, he should have been a skeleton. He he should have been. <laughs> uh, stay tuned though. Stay tuned if you oh, are careful, girl. I you screamed. Know. I screamed. Uh, she sc- scrummed. All right. Also, I scream. I, I scrumped. <laughs> <laughs> I also have just one question about this bat about the fight that they have. Why did yeah. they go with battle jazz? Oh, we did. We did mention the battle jazz too. Uh, Why? I was just like, I was just like, oh, this is this is a vibe, I guess. Like, I don't know if it's the vibe, Why? but it is a vibe. I think I think I, uh, I locked that memory in my brain, so I can't access it anymore because I don't remember the battle jazz. We, we did talk about the battle you. jazz at the time. I, I'm sure we did, but I don't remember it. Yeah, it's it's also weird because then the jazz theme keeps coming back up. It's like who who wants jazz in this movie? Yeah, yeah. Well, well it, yeah, say so the jazz it, theme yes. does come up again because they're like, fighting over MJ, and now that's her new thing. That is true. She's yeah, may, maybe that's why because MJ is now uh, a jazz uh, like a lounge singer. Mm-hmm. For the listeners, I just heavily rolled my eyes. Yeah, it was like an, it was a pretty a pretty audible eye roll to be honest. Very uh, audible. <laughs> 
So the next day, Peter strolls through the streets and sees an article about Spider-Man stealing money from a bank. Courtesy, uh, photo courtesy of Eddie Brock. He recognizes the photo as an altered version using special effects to make it look black of one, of, of one that he took himself years ago. Mm-hmm. He goes to the Daily Bugle and alerts Jameson to the uh, the fraud. He he does grab Eddie and like push him up against like a giant pitcher and does like break the glass and like is talking shit and everyone's like, "Hey guys, uh, mm-hmm. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like they're about to have a fight. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you guys are both kicked out. Yeah, because that's not okay. Yeah, um, but uh, Peter does tell them to check their sources next time oh my god yeah well i mean here's the thing he did uh this is literally fake news and (laughs) um it's sad that (laughs) j jonah jameson has more like (laughs) journalistic integrity yes (laughs) than some other publications like a lot of other publications um (gasps) so they they fire brock from the daily bugle Yeah, and the the paper has to issue its first retraction in 20 years, mm-hmm. which infuriates Jameson. But like, he's like, "Hey, we got to do it. We we got this one wrong. Yeah, like the the we had someone alter a photo. Yeah, so yeah, which doesn't tell me that they are slightly better than a tabloid. Yeah, yeah, or they're yeah. definitely better than a tabloid. They are definitely like they're, a, well, they're they're trying to be a reputable news source. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think tabloids would market themselves the same. That's way. true. That's true. I mean, and it's a pretty big office so it is yeah so uh peter uh, <laughs> uh starts strutting through the streets with an air of confidence oh god uh, looking at several <laughs> girls suggestively and uh snapping his fingers together uh as a montage we see peter uh on the phone with dr connor who tells peter that the black substance a symbiote will amplify the characteristics of its host especially aggression um because he's now hitting on the landlord's daughter uh, uh, yeah he's well, like he's bossing even, her around yeah not really hitting mm-hmm. on her he's kind of like using her to get him baked goods yeah, yeah. no she's he's like she like made min- him cookies and he's yeah. like oh these would be great with chocolate chips or something he's and, like, walking all over give me, give a glass me nuts of milk. yeah yeah uh, also her name is ursula yeah i know isn't that nice yeah, Se- second be- best actor in this movie is her. She's great. Behind, behind she uh, Gwen Stacy. Well, okay, no. The lines that they give her later are just... Uh... That's not her fault. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> but like... The lines they gave Gwen Stacy, too. Like, Oh, no, they're bad. <laughs> they're very bad. Anyway. Uh, but uh, Peter brushes off this information. Um, and uh, then we see, in the, the, see him in the Daily Bugle in tight embrace with Betty Bryant, Jameson's secretary. Jameson walks in and the two break apart. Jameson's assistant, Robbie, picks up some photos of a black-suited Spider-Man that Peter has placed on Jameson's desk. Jameson offers Peter the usual rate, but Peter says that if he wants the picture, Jameson has to give him the staff job. Um, as the last part of the montage, Peter struts into a shop, walking out in a new black jacket, looking good. Uh, he got the staff job because he can afford a jacket. Yeah, uh, he does yeah. a small dance and in the slacks. middle. Of the- <sighs> yeah, and, and like this, yeah, the suit. He has a suit. Sure, sure. He does a small little dance in the middle of the street before strutting down. Disgusting. Uh, I call this scene the birth of cringe. Oh my god! Absolutely, it, it is rough absolutely especially when he starts like brushing the hair down over like one eye and stuff like yes the emo hair the hair flips i did like in the very first montage i thought it was funny that like as he's walking down the street with confidence it seems like the women are checking it out but in this one like all the women look actively disgusted at him as he walks down it's like the first one is his delusion Mm -hmm. and then this one's the reality of the situation yeah i like that 
Oh, boy. Yeah. I felt like all the music She's... choices in this movie were bad. Yeah, the, the music was not as strong in this movie no. as previous ones, no. for sure. It was, it was just bad. So, uh, remember Sandman? He's in this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that oh, movie... is he? Yeah. He's mud. Yeah, some of the mud falls out of the sewer pipe and into a small pond. It reforms, and, and Sandman crawls out of the water. Uh, strung around his, his hand is the locket that he somehow kept a hold of because it's his his, his yeah <laughs> it's his um oh shit god damn it i'm not gonna oh i'm gonna remember it's his ninja way oh <laughs> it's, his, it's his ninja it's his ninja way that's what it is ninja way um yeah uh, so he takes a look at his locket and then walks off to t- determine to live up to his promise. Mm-hmm. His nindo. <laughs> uh, so Peter has taken Gwen out for a date. They go to a jazz club where MJ is now working. Um, and Gwen's like, hey, let's not be here. Uh, yeah. Let's be literally anywhere else. This is yeah. she's like, that's trying that's, to be considerate. She's reading the fucking situation. She's, she's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. And, and Peter's like, like no, nah, nah, it's good. I want to be here. Yeah. I don't care about what you think or what your feelings are. Yeah. So when uh, MJ gets up to start singing, uh, Peter jumps up and starts playing the piano with the band, uh, which is a wild thing to do. He literally like upstages her. Yeah. Which is a fun choice. Yeah. Uh, If I were MJ, I would never let this man talk to me again. and, no, and she is left speechless because I would also be confused as fuck. Like, like when did you learn also, the piano? Yes. When when <laughs> yeah. did he have the time to learn piano? Well, Fighting Aunt crime May, and going to college. Aunt May gave piano lessons. That's so. true. That's <laughs> true. Aunt May does give piano lessons. So conceivably, he Damn. has learned the piano at some point. You got me, <laughs> Sam Rainey. You got me. Yeah, yeah. The scene makes complete sense now. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Anyways, he jumps up and launches into a full dance routine throughout it's, the jazz club. It's a horror. It's. <laughs> yes, it is. It is rough. Um <sighs> But the entire time, uh, like, MJ's like, what the fuck? And then Gwen <laughs> uh, realizes that he did all of this just to make uh, MJ uh, jealous. jealous. Yep. Uh, so she leaves the jazz club. As she should. And and she apologizes to MJ. She's like, I That's did right. not know. Like, she's like, I did not know this is what Aww, he was trying to do. She's like, a good person. She is. She's, she's like, hey, person. this was kind of fucked. Like, yeah, this is messed up. <laughs> women empowering women. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. I don't think this movie passes the Vectal test, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But uh, Gwen so Peter... Stacy does it our hearts. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So Peter attempts to talk to MJ. MJ having none of that shit, because, like, no. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. Uh, so, like, they're, like, the owner's like, hey, uh, scram. And the bouncer goes to, like, throw Peter out. Uh, Peter loses control and uh, starts beating him up and wailing. all of the other bouncers. Yeah, just absolutely wailing on him. On uh, a civilian. Yeah. Just, yeah. come on, dude. Yeah, so MJ tries to step in, and he just backhands the shit out mm-hmm. of her. Um, Sends her <laughs> At this point in the movie, I was like, oh, no, just like Papa. <laughs> just like Papa. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. just like her dad. Good yeah. grief. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, she asks... She like looks at him and is like, "Who are you?" <laughs> and uh, he he doesn't know. Um, <laughs> he clutches his pearls. He does. He truly does. He like that's him. another thing. That's another yeah. thing. Peter does when he's wearing the suit. Like all, all the time, he keeps like clutching up to his collar, he's... trying to like hide him, hide well, the suit. 
Yeah. He's like, he's thinking about the suit, but he can't just grab his belly. He has to grab something that the viewer can see. Yeah. And yeah. he keeps showing us the collar of the suit Yeah, at, throughout this cringy time. So we're just like, oh, it's the suit. It's the suit. It's not the suit. He's an asshole. Yeah, he's just yeah. an asshole. Yeah. It's already. It's just amplifying his normal characteristics. Thank you. Thank exactly. you. Yeah. He's a bad person. Yeah. Anyway. Because like, if you loved a person a lot, apparently you just become like super infatuated with them if that's what your characteristic was i guess no. anyways uh he leaves uh leaving mj lying on the floor <laughs> yep yep so uh he he realizes question mark that he's been possessed by an, the alien symbiote and uh peter does, does he say in the movie i would never hurt you before this point i don't yes. know I think he does, yeah. Okay, okay. So that's probably what it was, because he was like, I would never, ever, ever, ever hurt you. And he's like, oh, I just did something I would never, ever, ever do. Yeah. That's out of character for me. So maybe that's why. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. he he attempts to destroy the suit, uh, mm-hmm. but Peter dons the full black Spider-Man costume and swings up to the top of a church tower. Um, and like he jumps down inside and begins like tearing the costume off, but the like mask won't come off anymore or anything mm. like that. Um, and uh, like, he's right by the church bell. The loud bell sounds uh, and seems to cause pain to the, the symbiote as mm. a weakness. It is really funny. Cause Eddie Brock is in the church. Like, Hey God, um, <laughs> I don't ask for much, but I would like to destroy Peter Parker's yeah. life. <laughs> Um, he also I, I, does this really weird thing he calls god sir he's yeah. like hello sir hello sir, hello, like, sir. What? <laughs> who calls god sir uh what up my dude um <laughs> what up my dude it would actually make more sense even right? but, that, but yeah sir is a weird is a weird call but he's like i i don't ask for much i've never asked for anything but uh fuck this dude Mm-hmm. Um, he did ruin my life uh, after I did Parker. make a fraudulent thing. I, he doesn't ask for forgiveness for his own shitty actions. He's no. just asking for the destruction of his rival. And I was like, oh, yeah, he is a bad person. Yeah. Just, They're all bad in this uh, one. <laughs> but the bell starts going off and he hears yelling. So he goes into the the bell tower because apparently and he can just walk in there. It's just open. It's just open. Our church is like this. Our Catholic church is Some like this. Some of them, yeah. Maybe. Things are just open. I mean... The Depending on the church, a lot of them are open late at night for like late night prayer vigils. Yeah, stuff like yeah. That. No, we had that conversation yeah. because uh, we I didn't know what babysitting Jesus meant. Yeah, babysitting Jesus. So it's a Catholic thing. Have you ever have you ever heard of babysitting Jesus? Child? I I've not heard the term, but I I feel like I understand it. Where like parents or you know they'll leave their kids at a church. No, 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 no. So no. What, what this what this is is so um literally. Like, Sorry. Yeah. So, like, after after the um the you know the body and blood of Christ thing has happened, th- that is now like officially the blood and body of Christ in Catholicism. Yeah. Yep. So I'm aware. If there's if there's any left over, it has to be protected because this is now Jesus. Oh yeah, like, it's consecrated. So okay. It's consecrated. Uh-huh. So uh, they call it babysitting Jesus. Where pe- and since a lot of these churches are twenty four hours for people to come in and do prayer and all that other stuff, there's always someone there. Usually one of the the uh, one of the uh, partitioners, a uh, volunteer, a volunteer, yeah. just sitting there making sure that you know someone doesn't come up and like get a snack. Eat Jesus. Yeah. That's Still what it means to babysit Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> nothing wild. Nothing useful. Yeah. Nothing useful. <laughs> That's wow. That's Isn't that fun. Well, and what like a, waste a lot of, of man time. 
Well, and a lot of times, or uh, they they used to, a lot of them don't, or like it's it become a little bit less, like because a lot of them do have uh, programs for the unhomed and like the mentally ill and stuff like that. So there would always be yeah. a volunteer there to that could access like the sh- the soup kitchen or like their stores of excess clothes and stuff like that to like help out other people. So it wasn't just there to watch, you know, the uh, baby Jesus, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's so That's funny fine. to me. Though. But wow, the <laughs> more I, you know. I thought the same thing, Josh. I was like, oh, it's like, you know, they're taking care of people's kids. That's so cool. And then they told me what it was, and I was like, ah! Yep. I love Catholicism. <laughs> uh, I want to join that. <laughs> and admittedly, it's not like every church. It's usually the bigger ones. Like, yeah. yeah. Those are the good ones. Yeah. yeah. Sure, <laughs> the sure. And this, look, yeah. this looks like a big old cathedral. Yeah. It, does, it does look like a cathedral. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he goes to the bell tower and... Uh, uh, Eddie Brock apparently has telescope eyes because he can just see that it's Peter Parker up at the he, top of this bell tower. He can just zoom in with his eyeballs. It's like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. Peter Parker. I what? couldn't see that shit. Yeah, and then like no. something drips on him and then he like immediately like freaks out and like throws his sweater off because he... I was like, I don't know if that would be my first like reaction to something like dripping down on me from no. the bell tower I'd be like oh that's fucking gross but he like rips it off of his body he lives in new york though that's true that's true you it could you be like you gotta shit. stay ready yeah yeah um but then the rest of it comes down and does get all over eddie brock and then we do see toby mcguire uh naked on the ground yeah yep. his gross. his uh private parts bathed in shadow yeah uh Shame. yeah <laughs> someone had to say it yeah. someone had to be brave uh so the symbiote possesses brock and turns him into venom uh venom. yeah venom venom it, it's a pretty cool looking venom yeah he looks fine yeah, he, yeah. he's a little bit smaller yeah he's kind of small I, he's wait. not as feral yeah yeah well, eddie brock yeah. is also smaller than peter so that's true well but that's always been the thing is like Venom has always been like the chunky symbiote. Mm. Like he's yeah, always like true. he's usually like an upside down triangle. Like his Little upper hit. body is like huge when it goes like tapers down to a really small waist. Dorito, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a Dorito, but but he has huge uh, teeth and claws now. Nice. So Peter is visited uh, that night by Aunt May, who tells him that despite everything that he might have done to Mary Jane, he can still make things right somehow. He uh, can't. Uh 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 uh. Bad. Yeah. Bad I think this is the first time Aunt May gave like bad advice. To be fair, she doesn't know the extent of what Peter did. So it's like, yeah. as as like a a parental figure, it's like, hey, you you can fix this. Like, you can make this right. Go apologize. Whatever. Like, I know I don't know what you did, but like, you know. But like, no, he did some horrendous shit. Like, so he hit her. <laughs> yeah, he hit her. It will and like. The display he put on at her work and stuff like that is, yeah. That's Disgusting. a form of abuse, but to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Aunt May leaves, and he feels comforted. Um, so Venom swings through the streets of Manhattan, uh, and he goes and finds Flint Marco, uh, or is stopped by Flint Marco, uh, who mistakes him for Spider-Man. But Venom's like, nah, nah, nah. Uh, we can defeat Spider-Man if we work together. And Marco's like, yeah, sure. That seems sure. that seems reasonable. Absolutely, we Checks can. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Venom g- gets a taxi cab <laughs> and drives uh, to MJ's house and uh, collects her. Uh, when he uh, that's that's what he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're funny. 
Yeah, so, like, she flags down a cab from the jazz club, and it's Venom inside. Well, it's Eddie Brock. And, well, it's Venom inside. Uh, he <laughs> kidnaps her and then hangs her high in the air in that taxi cab in uh, a Venom web, mm-hmm. uh, apparently 80 stories above the ground. It's fucked up. In, in an under-construction skyscraper. Uh, Peter sees reports of the kidnapping on the news and changes into Spider-Man into his old Spider-Man costume. He goes to Harry's apartment and asks for help, but Harry rejects him and turns uh, to show Peter the scar on his face because mm. apparently he's had time to heal. Question mark. I, I, I don't. Also, I don't he's alive. Question he's mark. He's also alive. Yeah, like why does Peter know e- either of these things? Um, yeah. But yeah, like apparently his face has had time to heal a little bit. Uh, but yeah. His scar does look very good, though. It does. It is a good scar. Yes. Maybe it's the advanced technology. Yeah. For his super soldier serum thing. His microdosing. Yeah, I can yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah. His goblin gas. Uh, but Peter tries once more to get Harry's help for Mary Jane's sake. But uh, here, Harry merely growls at him. <laughs> tells him to go away. Yeah, he tells him to get out. And then he and then he turns the hose on. <laughs> um, go on, get. Uh, Peter leaves and Harry is confronted by the house butler, Bernard. Oh my god. This is so bad. Uh, (sighs) He tells Harry that he cleaned his father's wound that night. uh, The night that he died. That uh, uh, Norman died. Uh, He tells Harry that the blade that pierced his father's body came from his own glider. Because Bernard knows that for some reason. (laughs) Uh, And he never thought to mention it before this point. And and then also knew that Norman was the Green Goblin. Uh um, And also cleaned the wound of Norman the night that he got returned. He found him and was like, oh, I gotta get this guy to a hospital. But that's the thing is Harry was there. Oh. When he when Peter yeah. dropped off the body, that was the whole thing. Is Harry saw Spider Man drop the body off? He cradled and his then, father's then, body. I, I think so Bernard's gaslighting him. Yeah, and the, but Bernard like pushed Harry to the side with like a handkerchief and like dabbed him down or something. Like what? The I f- I think that is actually perfect. I do think that's what happened. Now that you say it, <laughs> but like, but he's like, there's no doubt that the like the the killing blow came from your father's own glider, and it's like. And like that, that doesn't change uh-huh. what like anything really. Like, well, it was remote controlled, so. But but who cares? Mm-hmm. Spider Man could have just grabbed him and stabbed him with it. Like, uh, well, yeah. it was remote controlled. It's though. it's a weak argument, and also it's something that should have been brought up in the first goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah. It's no, it's it's not. Um, Especially since Bernard knows how much Harry is like obsessing over killing Spider Man. Like that's Harry's entire like thing he says every single time he can in the entire second movie. Every single day he wakes it's, up and he goes Gotta kill Spider-Man. <laughs> gotta, gotta kill Spider-Man. He's like, you know who Spider-Man is? Like, oh my god. You, you got you got someone that's Spider-Man? You got some Spider-Man I can kill. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, yeah, no, uh, I think Bernard's gaslighting him. I guess he is. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Spider-Man swings into Total. the construction site. <gasps> no, Bernard is a figment. Bernard is the actual second personality that oh, there's Harry. never been a Bernard Be- because he wasn't in the first movie yeah he was mm-hmm. I didn't he see him he was in there. the first movie yeah, but no, he was Bernard's in the back every movie yeah oh damn yeah he's been in every movie I thought I'd cracked it yeah <laughs> but he's Harry's other personality who knows the truth <laughs> so 
<laughs> Bernard's been dead for five yes! years. Yes! Oh my god. No, he killed himself when his dad died because they yeah. were gay lovers. No, oh, there you go. Uh, Honestly, okay. that, that's a that better... checks out. That's really why they ousted him. That's oh, a better love story better than story. Peter and MJ. I agree. Honestly. Uh, Anyways, uh, Peter swings to the construction site and lands in front of the car. Uh, Venom swings in and knocks him through the windshield. He grabs the back of the car and hauls himself up, and Venom knocks him down again. He lands down on the web. Then Venom jumps on him. Peter tries to ask Brock to settle the problem in some other way, (laughs) but Venom declines, which I was just like, bold choice right here, Peter, like trying to be like, we got to do something else here. Um, Trying to talk your way out of this. (laughs) Yeah. Peter and Venom topple out of the web and have a midair fight before Peter hits the ground. Uh, he is uh, tripped up as Sandman, who is now mutated into just a giant sand monster. He got more sand. Yeah, he true. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's at a, a, a construction site. He, can, yeah. he just has uh, sand bending now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but he's turned into a sand monster uh, after he joined forces with Venom. Uh, it appears he... He appears approximately 10 times the normal size and is growling like a monster because apparently he speaks funny now. His larynx is too big. Yeah. And it's made of sand. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Concrete and sand. Yeah. Spider-Man attempts to to escape Sandman, or Spider-Man attempts to escape Sandman, but Venom knocks him into a steel bar and holds him there with his webbing while Sandman pubbles him with a gigantic fist as onlookers begin to weep. Doesn't he, like, choke him out? Yeah, he has, like, a a Venom around his neck. And then, yeah, like, Sandman's just punching him. I do like the the, uh, news story that there's like a British lady in oh New York God. that's like, yes. this seems like the end for Spider-Man. We're just oh, horrifying to hor- look upon. Like, <laughs> But we can't look away. We can't look, none of us are doing anything, but uh, Spider-Man does seem to be getting choked out like a bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> She's like wide-eyed, openly staring. She's like, this is horrifying. Like, I, do you think that? Are you sure? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but just before Sandman can finish Spider-Man off, Harry flies in and throws a bomb into Sandman. And it's kind of funny because you're just like, bloop. And he's like, oh. And just, <laughs> um, and a bomb blows up and, and helps Peter. Uh, the two fight Venom and Sandman. Harry eventually knocks Sandman down while Peter gets MJ out of the taxi and to a safer area. She, once again, doesn't immediately leave the area once she's, like, in a safer area. She just kind of hangs out. Interesting. She just stays. Yeah, she just, bombs. yeah she just, she's, like, just watching now. She could have uh, got stepped on, I guess. I, yeah. I guess, but just fu- leave. I would leave. I Move. truly would. Move I'd... your ass. <laughs> Get out of there. Um, <laughs> Do anything. Yeah. Venom attacks Peter and traps him with his webbing. But uh, Harry flies in and attempts to stab uh, Venom with the blades, protruding out of the front of his hoverboard. Uh, Venom grabs the the board and flings him off, uh, knocking uh, yeah, knocking several bars loose and collapsing to the floor. The clanging sound uh, pains the symbiote. Um, and then Peter remembers back. Oh yeah, there's that weird bell noise. Well, my, the suit was freaking out that other time. <laughs> Peter will remember this. <laughs> yeah, Venom leaps towards uh, Peter with Harry's board, intending to impale here uh, P- Peter. But Harry runs and dives between them. Good. Uh, and is uh, insel- himself impaled. Great. Uh, Venom throws him to the side and leaps toward Peter again, who manages to snap his wrist free and smack Venom in the head with a rebar. Nice. Uh, Peter circles Venom with bars and starts clinging him. He's literally just, he's stabbing bars into the ground and then starts running in a circle with another bar, just d- d- clinging them. Clang, clang. Clang, clang. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, so the venom starts to come loose, and then Peter snags Eddie from inside the suit uh, with his webbing and, like, goes to pull him out. (laughs) He then throws a bomb from Harry's glider at the symbiote. Uh, Then Eddie's like, nah, I got this, and then rushes back towards the symbiote right as the the bomb explodes. Eddie doesn't want to be free. Yeah, Eddie doesn't want to be free. He was was psyched about the whole scenario. This is the best time (laughs) Eddie's ever had. I like being bad. (laughs) Yeah. With his sharp teeth. Yeah, the resulting oh, fire bomb weird. kills Eddie and Venom. Skeleton. Yeah, we get skeleton. A skeleton. One last skeleton. One last skeleton. So perfect. Beautiful. Um, Sandman approaches Peter and tells him that killing of Uncle Ben Ben was in fact an accident caused by the gun going off. Um, because he had real bad uh like trigger Portrait discipline. discipline. Yeah. He was so scared. Like, why, why you, why you have the that revolver Continuous. cocked and ready to go already? Because he had yeah. a fucking three fifty seven. It looked like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's his fault. He he. Anyway. But yeah, Uncle Ben tried to wrestle the gun from him, and got... he was trying to no, tell him, no, go home. Yeah. No, he d- he yeah. didn't try and wrestle the uh, gun. He was just telling him to go home. Yeah. And I think he started to shake his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Because he's an old man, and I guess that's what old men do. Yeah. Yeah. They just grab you by the shoulders and shake. Yeah. <laughs> like so, all those black and white movies. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because the entire time the accomplice or the other guy is like, let's go, let's go. And then uh-huh. like the same man's just like standing there and he's like, fuck it. And just like jumps <laughs> in the other seat and drives off. Terrible. <laughs> Which I mean, fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Peter forgives the Sandman uh, and the Sandman flies off through the buildings. <laughs> just like, just turns into a cloud and it's like, all right. Uh, I know I did a bunch of crimes, but goodbye. Goodbye. Sandstorms into the sunset. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Um, and Peter swings down to uh, see uh, how's Harry doing. Is he cool? Uh, what's up? Uh, <laughs> uh, Harry is not looking great. Uh, MJ's Peter... been sobbing over his yeah. lifeless, draining body. Yeah, MJ <laughs> yeah. and uh, Peter sit on either side of him, comforting him as he dies. Harry forgives Peter for the death of his father, father, and then dies as the sun rises. Isn't that his nice? father? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say Toby Maguire. He's a good. He's a good crier. Oh, he, like, he puts I, on a hell of a cry face. He sure does. He really does. I like, do. Bl- <laughs> he sure looks like he lost. He looks Wait. like he just lost his best friend. That's true. He does. He does look like that. Michael, can you do that cry face one more time? Because face please, me just please, a little please. bit. Thank you. Perfect. Excellent. All right. So, Peter, MJ, Gwen, Aunt May, and several other attend Harry's funeral. Does Glenn know? Does Glenn, Gwen know Harry in no. any way? They haven't interacted at all in this entire I, movie. I don't think they no. do. I what think, if... if anything, Gwen's there to support her friend lab her partner, lab... Peter. Her lab partner. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I would it's, never. I guess it's possible that, like, Harry having like control of Oscorp at one point like might have supplied stuff to a oh, yeah they went on a police field trip ca- police captain's daughter for some reason um, like I don't also that or I don't know or it was a double funeral and Brock was being buried really close by <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's honestly more reasonable than her being here for this that's so funny um. Uh, so then, we all yeah. know there's no funeral for Eddie Brock. <laughs> yeah, no, he is a skeleton. Everybody forgot him. Yeah. Skeleton. Uh, then we fade into MJ singing at at the jazz club. Um, she stops singing Ugh. as Peter walks in, just like uh, the first time uh, we saw her in an off Broadway show. It's uh... go ahead. 
she cannot. No, just uh, uh. Yeah, she cannot maintain a performance to save her life. She, she's scared. Yeah, she has. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> actually scared. yeah, she's terrified. He's back. Her abuser is back. <laughs> Why was he allowed back in the jazz club? Like, great, a question. great question. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, but she stops singing as Peter walks in, and then he steps forward and with his hand outre- outreached, outstretched, stretched. outstretched. That's the word. Uh, she takes it and the two embrace slowly dancing on the spot uh, as uh, in the music of the jazz band the the jazz band that is waiting for her to sing her song <laughs> now they can vamp for a while she yes they're a jazz band but like she's literally about to start singing a song which means that it was a predetermined song and then she just steps off stage and starts dancing with some dude that just broke another dude's arm like the mm-hmm. other night mm-hmm. yeah no he's still <sighs> disrupting her work Again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And she can't maintain a goddamn performance to save her life. No, she... How does she make it to a Broadway show? Fucking ridiculous. I have no idea. No clue. (sighs) Poor production. They didn't catch her in time. I I guess. Yeah. I hope she gets... I would love if she got fired in the next one. (laughs) The end. Yes. Uh, The IMDb uh, synopsis was written by Joel, War of the Worlds, on 3208. Awesome. Thanks, Joel. You know what? He... He wasn't waxing as poetic as the no. other ones. Yeah, no, he, so. w- he was better than some of the other ones. Absolutely. Well, there wasn't as much to wax and poet about. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't know if we accurately discuss just how cringy the middle of this movie is. It's terrible. Like So cringe. It, it is. It feels like that scene, it's not even that long, but it feels like it goes on for like an hour. It, yeah. And it's only it's like just... maybe 15 minutes of this movie. It's so painfully long. It is so painful. Well, and that's the thing is like, none of these villains are the main conflict of this movie. Mm -mm. Not a single one. Like, Flint Marco is apparently the guy that killed Uncle Ben, which is just fucking retconned into this movie out of nowhere. Just to give a reason for Peter to care. Mm -hmm. And then also his story, he doesn't get the the money for his daughter. He's not successful in anything that he does. We don't know how he escapes. We his, don't know what happens to him. His daughter probably died. <laughs> his daughter might be dead at this point. Uh. Ven- Venom just kind of like plops down out of the sky out of nowhere with no explanation, uh, attaches to Peter, and leads to the cringiest fucking 20 minutes of TV I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. And then I, I guess the, 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 the biggest conflict is between Peter and Eddie Brock. Sure. Like yeah, those two. They're raging man hormones. Yeah. Coming like up, th- that's honestly like the biggest yeah. conflict that's not Mary Jane and Peter. So and wait, Harry. There's, there's Sandman, Hobgoblin, Venom, Peter, MJ, and Gwen. And no, no, no. And um, oh god, because those those are villains. Those yeah. are all villains. <laughs> Gwen Stacy's a hero. Gwen Stacy is is a hero. And... J. Jonah Jameson, hero. In this one, I'm gonna say yes. yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, he he he's got some journalistic integrity. Like fucking he, ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he gave Peter to... the staff job. Yeah, he gave Peter. the He staff wanted job. to support. So he also, you know, what you can also argue that he wanted to, you know, breed some healthy competition in his newspaper by having them both compete for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. has has yeah. the dignity and honor to to call out when he's wrong. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so funny. It's so funny that we're, we're like, you know what, Jonah? 
Do you have a flower? Yeah. Also, you get, he you get reason- a flower in this one. He does. He gets a flower. Also, he reasonably play, pays a girl for her camera and film in order to shoot at the incident. Oh, yeah. oh that was yeah. so funny. That was, I love that, that. She's like, she's like, how much for the camera? And she's like, a hundred bucks. And he like gets it and like opens mm. it up. She's like, films extra. I was like, yeah, hustle it, girl. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, get it, get it. I, I ain't mad at it. A hundred bucks in two thousand seven. Right. Hell yeah. She's raised. Right? Also. She was. I also like to think Jay jo- Jay w- Jay Jonah Jameson was also like he was grumpy, but like he had respect. He's like, all yeah, right. Oh, he's like, all right. When, I got you. Definitely. I understand. It's like definitely when you're when you're through school, I want to hire you. Yeah, hire right. <laughs> Girl, you've got some gumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that woman <sighs> standing next to him his new wife? I don't know. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. She just wasn't the same actress as in the other one, and I was like, "Well, I don't yeah. think that's his wife from the last movie, but maybe it's his new wife." Maybe I don't. Know. I don't know. It could yeah. have just been a random woman. So yeah. Could, um, oh, yeah. there were a lot of very random shots of women screaming. That's true. Yeah, we we did get a couple cut mm-hmm. screams. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that was like, well, I'm Sam Raimi. I, this is what I do. Does, <laughs> Let me just do this. A yeah, that times. just feel like a Sam Raimi thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he certainly does do that. But yeah. I there's I was a lot like, of it in the second uh, one too. Yeah. Yeah, but it felt better, and I think it's because we had more horror. Yeah. And in this one, we didn't. The and only I, horror we have is when uh, uh, when Venom first takes over Peter. Dude. Yeah, yeah. but even that, it it wasn't as unsettling as Doctor Ock. No, Doctor Ock's Oc. thing was pretty unsettling mm-hmm. in the second one. Yeah. That was like really and it was a long scene yeah it was it, it did it was pretty pretty it was drawn good. out yeah it was pretty good but i mean yeah. i i liked it a lot but i'm deranged so. i i think the problem is um well there's a lot of problems but so many there's so many but there's not likable people in no. this movie no. i think that's the issue is there's no yeah. likable characters in this movie mm-hmm. like Peter is insufferable, mm-hmm. like, even before he gets Venom. And then once he gets Venom, he's just the most cringeworthy mm-hmm. thing I've ever seen put to film. Amen. Um, we got Mary so Jane, who's just out here cheating. She's, like, she's reacting <laughs> weird. Yes. She's not communicating properly. She's not, like, <sighs> expressing herself. And she's just going around kissing people. She's just a woman. Just, she's just a just woman. A woman. <laughs> we got Harry... Who, he's almost likable when he's he almost turns like back a, evil. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, then he turns back evil because he gets kissed and rejected. So then he fuck his incel rage comes out. They're both incels. He, they are both ah, incels. But yeah, yeah. Well, when he loses his memory, he's almost like yeah, he's almost likable. He's Normal. like oh, like high yeah. school, like we're buddies, whatever. Like yeah. that's you know whatever. And like that was okay, but then like once he turns evil again, he's just insufferable, and he he should have died a few times in this movie. Um, oh sure. <laughs> Should have died a few times. Eddie Brock. Oh yeah, sure, bud. uh, Yeah, Eddie Brock is just kind of an asshole and like is willing to like do forgeries and stuff like that. Like, if he had gotten the the shot of Spider Man like breaking his camera, like that would be a pretty decent shot to be like, hey, Spider Man's an absolute asshole, right? But then he like doctors up a photo, and then like his whole reason he's mad is because he got caught. Yeah. And then turns into the Venom because he's. It's just pissed off that he got caught. He wants power. Yeah. Gwen Stacy's fine. She's great. She like, was she's the only normal person yeah. with empathy. We yeah. just needed more of her. We did. Yeah. I, you know what? And- I bet because they had to add Venom and Gwen Stacy, 
uh, a lot of the dynamics that Gwen has were supposed to be for Mary Jane. Yeah, I could see that. And they just didn't bother fixing anything else about the movie. So what you're saying is Bryce Dallas Howard is a better MJ. Got it. Okay. I've always <laughs> been a Gwen Stacy stan. Yeah. I've never really gave, given a shit about MJ. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know why, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Josh, any additional thoughts? You got anything else? Yeah, I know you took um, a, a good amount of notes, but for this one, I did. Um, one thing, uh, as I was, I watched through this yesterday, and uh, the thing that bothered me a lot more than I thought it would, because this is 2007, so I knew a lot of this was going to be dated. Yeah, but it just seemed like, especially for like any composition they had to do. Like, just wasn't done very well, or wasn't no. done to the quality that the other movies were. Which is kind of sad, because they even had, like, they even had more time in production. There was an mm-hmm. extra... So, Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004, so they had three years. They had an extra year to work yeah. on this third film. And they had so I, Yeah. They, they had, what, yes. o- like, almost 70 million more? In the previous movie, you said it was like 200, they did. 250 to 350 million mm-hmm. in production. Because mm-hmm. I think the last one was like 170. Yeah. So like 80 million more or so approximately. Don't quote me on those exact numbers. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would say I would be comfortable saying like an additional 70 million at least. Which is a lot of money. Which is a lot of money. It is a lot and that's of money. the thing is uh, we, we kind of mentioned it up top is it this movie was ma- made for 3D. Oh, for sure. Like, the, like the, the scene where he's on the skyscraper after first getting the Venom costume, like, that is 100% for that. And then they also ran into the issue is he's wearing a black suit and swinging around at night a lot. So they now you have him, black yeah. on black. So then you have to make him shiny. But yeah. he's CGI. Mm-hmm. So now he's CGI and shiny, Mm-mm. which makes yeah. him just kind of look weird. Yeah. Makes him kind of rubbery. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And Which like is Spider-Man, really unfortunate. Spider-Man already suffers from the issue of like not having enough weight oh, behind him. Definitely. Like, like because that's that's always a thing with CGI when people are like jumping around. It's like it never feels quite right because they never have the proper amount of weight behind him. And Spider-Man yeah. suffers this because he's super like agile, jumping around all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he already he suffers. This. Spider, but it didn't really bug me in the first two movies. No, it didn't because no. because it. I don't know. It made more sense. Like, I, I feel like some of the moves and stuff like that he was doing in this one didn't flow quite right. Oh, as he's well. just doing like 360 turns and changing direction in the air yeah. without webs. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. Yeah. It, it, it's it's just kind of strange. And yeah, I don't. I, oh, man. It was. Mm. Well, and like uh, the scene where um, uh, Harry gets blown up, mm. like the, the goblin grenade, like flying towards the screen is 100% CG. And then I remember, yeah. I remember that fireball happening in CG where he oh. gets blasted. Like, I remember that because I saw, I, I saw this. Oh, you 3D. mean in 3D? Yeah, yeah. in 3D, yeah. not CG, but it was also CG. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> I remember seeing it in 3D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like it, it definitely suffered from like the 3D animation Mm. at the time yeah so i would i would agree with that for sure yeah Yeah. it makes it a shame even having harry and flint marco i don't know what the story would have been then i think because neither one of them really had a story in this movie no i if it was just the three of them i think it would have been like oh flint 
found a way to get more sand and we have to we can't beat him we have to team up to beat him sure sure so i I think those plot points would have stayed the same yeah they could i guess they could have made that work yeah yeah but i i don't know what the moral or what the through line for the movie would have been yeah oh he's a reflection of peter because he's acting really selfishly but he's trying to like do it for his daughter yeah we're okay uh, peter's acting selfishly and he thinks he's trying to do it for MJ, but Is you know, yeah. they have some kind of confrontation. Like, you know, because Peter dropped a moral on the last villain, and yeah. he dropped a moral on on uh, Harry or Osborne in yeah. the first movie, mm-hmm. right? He would have, yeah. he would have Naruto talk no jutsu. Yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched No Way Home in a while, and I kind of want to go back now. And oh, it's so good. Because, like, seeing Doc Ock and stuff like that in No Way Home is just, like... So good. I, I kind of want to see how it compares to how they were in this movie compared to how they were in that movie. Like, because in the movie, in No Way Home, they're ripped right as they're about to die. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. into this world. Yeah, which, like, at that point, uh, Doc Ock had resigned himself to dying. Yeah, Doc Ock has, like, he doesn't have a redemption arc, but he does redeem himself. Yeah, yeah. No, and, he, and he's he needed he was like oh i can die with honor yeah whatever and, yeah. I'm, which makes sense with how he acts in no way home mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. green goblin was still just a dickhead until the end so. i loved that though. yeah i was so that happy was so with that good. yeah he's just just the villain yeah all right a neat yeah. trick of yours <laughs> <laughs> any other uh thoughts concerns ratings what do, what do you got for a rating audrey <sighs> this is a one one out of five. Oh, one man. out of five spidey webs. <laughs> it's one out of five emo haircuts. <laughs> it just—it wasn't yeah. even a good emo haircut. No, they were like, well, no. it has to be long enough for us to try and do this, and it has to be short enough for us to put it back to be good guy Peter. Yeah, but that hair doesn't look good on him. No, nope. and no. no, it doesn't. He has—he doesn't have the right face shape for it. No, and. I'm, there there was a way that they could have made him look more like a jagoff without doing that. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um it was it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and this so when we were watching the first two movies, I was like, "Dang, why didn't I ever go back and rewatch these?" <laughs> and it's because the third one yep. left such a bad why. taste yeah. in my mouth, just like, mm-hmm. "Oh god." Yeah. Cause, yeah, cuz the first two are fun. The first they two are. are really fun. I like them a lot. I, I, might, I, I, I might just watch those again. I do think the first one is still too long, but... Yeah, it is. But, oh well. Um, but, you know, they had a healthy set of writers. Stan Lee and Ditko were involved. And uh, mm. second one, they had a, a good group of writers. Um, and in the third one, it's just Raimi. Yeah. And we... you, you can't. You can't. No. You have to have somebody pull you back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Josh? What, what do you got for a rating? Oh, God. That's a tough one. Um, Is it? Because, well, I mean, <laughs> as to how low do I want to go? Because, yeah, for me, I I don't know. I would I would probably give it two spider webs out of five. Little web blasts. Because, uh, yeah, it's just... It was. It's such a shame because this is such a letdown of a movie now from a trilogy that we have, and you know, big thing yeah. they like they just had too many cooks, too many cooks in the kitchen, like too many, too many villains. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And they just they couldn't keep the storylines solid for any one of the villains. So it just didn't hold it just didn't hold up and a lot of the technical stuff was kind of just sadly underwhelming. Yeah. For for what they had. It didn't age super well. No, it didn't. So it's just like, oh, damn. Yeah. It's just a bad time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but we got some good memes out of it. Yeah, yeah, we did. We That's did. True. The dancing meme, still on point. Um, it's great. <sighs> I can't look at it. Yeah. Um, when he moves his hips, it's a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's atrocity. Uh, I, I'll probably split the middle. Uh, I'll probably go 1.5. Uh, it, I think any one of those villains could have been interesting. Any Absolutely. one of them. Like mm-hmm. Sandman, like the 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 bad guy doing bad things for the right reason to, you know, save his family, blah blah blah. Like there there's a good moral story there. Mm-hmm. Or Eddie Brock, like the selfish guy that like the ambitious one trying to get ahead, you know, rivals with Peter and, you know, never never wants to take it that far but ends up going that far because of yeah. you know the the stuff that takes him over or you know for, you know James Franco's uh Harry Harry Osborne like oh hates Peter but like turns around and like remembers who they were as friends and all this other stuff but you know Peter's also a dickhead so like mm-hmm. yeah. like there there's a, there's a way to do that like any one of those stories would have been a good movie Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think even doing two of them would have been too much. Like I would say, do one oh, of yeah. them and shave like thirty minutes off of this movie. If they did two of those plot lines, like have two of those villains, and then just leave out the Mary Jane conflict, like just Mary Jane's doing great. Yeah, they're they're fine. They're happy. They're, yeah. things are good. And then mm-hmm. these guys keep coming in and trying to ruin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah. ruin his life. I think I, that would have been fine. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I like that's... I like a B plot. I love a B yeah. plot. Anyway, the the Mary Jane storyline was just infuriating because Peter apparently has lost any social, empathy. any empathy and or any social like uh, uh, intelligence at all. It just cannot read a room to save wow. his life anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. The whole thing was just like even before he got the symbiote. He was the worst. Yeah. So big jerk. Yeah, I I don't know. Like obviously, obviously his biggest slight against M. Well, I almost (laughs) say second biggest slight against MJ because I I still think the kiss. The kiss. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the kiss. That's that's the only thing she cared about. Yeah. Well, she was she was putting up with everything else. What I was saying was like his biggest slight against her was when he got the suit. But I think the kiss was a bigger slight, and he didn't have the suit yet. Because I was gonna say the 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 jazz club thing was pretty fucked up. Oh yeah, well that was fucked up. I, I, well, hitting her is obviously worse, but yeah, yeah. those are my sleepy alarms. Yeah, so Sorry. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's my bedtime. <laughs> yeah. My mom says I have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I'll go one point five because it had potential, but it didn't yeah. execute any of its things even halfway well. No, so no. yeah. yeah. No. Anything else we want to talk about on this? Any any uh, other scenes you want to rip apart? Oh, did, was there anything at the end? Like, was the music at the end good? I didn't. No. I, I walked away from the. Um. No. The, okay. <laughs> no. No. Well, the sad thing is the the orchestral music was still good because it held to the main theme. Yes. But like all the all the extra like whoever was in charge of like music composition of adding the songs. 
Why it was there so match. much jazz? There's so, much, so jazz. much jazz. <laughs> there, there's three separate jazz scenes in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. We have a jazz battle, we have a jazz dance battle, and then we have a jazz dance. Do you do you think this was when um oh gosh, like when Moulin Rouge and uh Christina Aguilera were super big? I don't know. Well, because no, she was, Mo- Christina Aguilera after. would have been a few years after? earlier. Yeah. Oh, Christina, earlier. Yeah, Christina Aguilera would have been earlier. Uh, so, I mean, that would make sense. Oh, sorry. And then I I don't know. I feel like there was this weird there was this weird vibe of like, oh, like a goofy movie. Yeah. They went, they went to that snapping jazz poetry club. Mm. I don't know why a goofy movie is so intertwined in this movie. Yeah, Moulin Rouge <laughs> was six years before this movie. Yeah, so the, Moulin Rouge came out before the first Spider Man. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there was a move for really sultry like femme fatale well, types sure but there's no femme fatale in this movie that's well there that's what a... they wanted mary and to be fair to try and be yeah to be fair. fair they also ended spider-man 2 in the credits they had they had michael buble sing the spider-man song at exactly. the end of two it did yeah exactly. and that was great yeah it's so i guess it is it is for chatting so yeah whoever whoever led probably saw that it's like wow that was great i need to emulate that and then did not know actual jazz <laughs> he's like oh, we'll just throw it in <laughs> right, right, right. But no, they're like, what do people love about New York? Oh, jazz. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah. Huh. None of this movie makes yeah. any goddamn sense. No. All right, all right. No. It's all right. We've been going for two hours already. It so. sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've been going for as long as this movie is. My, my brain melted. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, if you like what we do here, we do have the Linktree link down below. Go check that out. We do have the Patreon as well. We're going to go ahead and start getting some more stuff out on there. I say that all the time. Uh, next week, we are doing the original Venom. Uh, that's going to be great. Uh, we've already done Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage in our main feed oh, probably 40 episodes ago at oh least. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, we did We did Venom, Let There Be Car- Carnage. So we're going to have Ash back for that. Should we re-release? Uh, we could, yeah. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, we uh, we're gonna go ahead and do uh, do that. Uh, check out the Linktree link, like I said. Come talk to us if you want to get more sand particle accelerator talking. Let me know. Uh, but for this week, I've been Mike. I'm Audrey. And Josh. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you next time. 